Welcome to our BPH series for urologists. My name is Carmen Pozo. I'm a urologist in Vienna, in Austria. Uh, today we are talking about a prostate enucleation. I have with me Dr. Riggs. Dr. Riggs is a urologist in Colchester, England. Welcome. First of all, I'd like to ask you how you started with Holmium Laser for enucleation. Okay, so when I became a specialist, uh, in 2005 and took up my job in Colchester, we needed to found a stone unit. And in order to found the stone unit, we needed a laser. So we thought we would buy a 100 watt laser so that we could do stones and start uh, whole nucleation at the same time. And we did that. Now, since that time, we have gone on to replace that laser, which lasted over 10 years, with three more. And in our unit of uh, seven specialists, five now do nucleation. We do about 250 procedures a year, and about three quarters or two thirds of those are HOLAP. The main problem described also in the literature, but also in, in, our, in our department, is the learning curve. Could you please describe uh, a little bit more about it and what the, the colleagues who are uh, starting right now uh, have to take care of and take into account? Mm. Yeah, no, you're right. The, the one difficult thing about HOLAP is, is having to learn it. Uh, it's a very good operation, but it is a different operation to TRP and it's a different operation to, to a million, although it has elements of both in it. The way we did this in the UK was that in 2007 we established uh, the Holmium User Group, which is essentially a, a series of volunteers who would help any aspiring surgeon to start the whole process. So the way we do this there is that if you want to learn how to do the procedure, you contact the Holmium User Group, you get assigned a mentor, you go to the mentor's hospital, you take a member of your, your, your surgical team, your anaesthetic team, your nurses, with you to see how the procedure is done and also to look at the, if you like, the backroom aspects of it, how the equipment is assembled, all the things the nurses have to know. Then the mentor goes to the, to the mentee's hospital, usually for a day and a half. We program usually four cases the first day, two cases the second. The mentee does them all, usually with, with the mentor just standing by his or her side helping them along, pointing out on, on the monitor what they need to do. It's, yeah. the, the mentor can scrub if they have to, but usually they don't need to. Okay, that's really interesting. Mm. Uh, looking to the different uh, lasers that we have in our department, which is, in your opinion, the advantages the, uh, from a Holmium laser in comparison with other lasers? Okay, so what's become apparent, particularly with lasers over the last 20 years, is that the one uh, procedure that sort of is standing out and is standing the test of time is enucleation. Now, in order to perform a good enucleation, you have to stay within the anatomical plane between the capsule of the prostate and the adenoma. In order to do that, you need good visibility and you need to be able to peel the prostate off as you're operating. Holmium specifically is very good at producing the hemostasis without excessive tissue damage so that you can do this pretty much with excellent visibility all the way through. Uh, which is, in your opinion, the easiest way to learn the procedure and uh, which technique do you use at the moment to do the nucleation? Do you use M-block? Do you use three-lobes technique, two-lobes te technique? When we teach people how to do this operation, you always teach them the three-lobe technique. And the, the importance there is that the middle lobe is the easiest by far. So you make your, your incisions at five o'clock and seven o'clock, you find the capsule, and then you learn how to shell the middle lobe away from the capsule. Then after that, you do the lateral lobes. Lateral lobes are much more difficult because you've got to take into account the sphincter. Once you've mastered the art of enucleation, you don't really need to do a three-lobe technique. So it's much easier to go for a two-lobe technique. 
where you do say the left lobe first, and then you just take the right lobes and middle lobes together. You can go on to um, an on-block. On-block is easier with smaller prostates. So if you have a very big prostate, it's difficult to push a large amount of tissue through the blood neck. It's often easier just to cut it into two. I think if you're a surgeon and you've discovered a technique and you're comfortable with that, you should use whatever you're comfortable with. Would you recommend upfront to the beginners, uh, colleagues, to start with big prostate on-block, maybe no, without, to avoid it? Without question, I'd say start three lobe. Once you know what you're doing, then you can um, develop as, as, as you prefer. Okay. Let's move to the patient side. Um, in your opinion, uh, which is the, the patient most suitable for, the, for this surgery? Okay, so uh, according to most international guidelines, any prostate over 80 grams is suited for nucleation. Uh, but in fact, once you've mastered the technique of nucleation, you can actually nucleate any size prostate. For the smaller prostates, there are other surgical options, and you have to take patient preferences into account, particularly with uh, regard to sexual function. What do you think it's uh, important um, to counsel before uh, undergoing the sur that surgery? Well, as with any procedure, you have to stress the advantages, which in this case are a disobstruction of the prostate, um, usually with the removal of the adenoma and the very low reoperation rates and the very low bleeding rate. You do have to warn them about the, the low risk of sphincter weakness incontinence, which can be a temporary thing, but can occasionally be permanent as well. You always talk about retrograde ejaculation with prostate surgery. I find that if you have an open and clear discussion with patients and you give them the options as well, other procedures that they can have, uh, which we do offer in our unit, a lot of them will quite happily go and choose a hold up. Thank you very much to, to be today with us. Uh, it was a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you also to all of you. It was a pleasure to be here with you. I hope you enjoyed it and I hope we see us again. Bye.